0: to the Boostly Podcast. We are in Season 7, Episode 18 and today we're just going to delve back a little bit and we're going to talk about what exactly is an online travel agent. So my name is Mark Simpson and I help all hospitality owners from all over the world increase their direct bookings. But today we're going to talk about what an OTA is. What is an online travel agent? Why should you be listing your business on them when I'm talking about direct bookings? And this is a really important, episode because I believe that so many hosts don't know what OTA means. Now, I have been waiting for my opportunity to interview Guesty. I've tried and tried and tried. We've had to rearrange and rearrange due to life and busyness. But I finally managed to track down Shelly. Shelly's the, the the BDM over there at uh, Guesty. Guesty are based in Tel Aviv in Israel. They are going to be at the Short Stage show on March the 12, 2020. Going to be talking at the same show as I am at the London. Excel, which is going to be my biggest ever talk, which I'm super excited for. Please, please, please come and say hi to them. Go watch Shelly's talk. Go watch my talk. If you are planning on checking it out, just go onto Google, type in Short Stay Show. It'll come up. You can book your tickets and we'll go from there. I want to say a quick shout out to the sponsors of the Boosted Podcast, Hostfully. Right now, we are doing a joint competition to find the best guidebooks of Hostfully land. Uh, if you go to Hostfully.com, you can go and create your free guidebook you one free guidebook. If you want to go to two or three or four, then you have to pay. If you are going to pay, if you are going to go premium, uh, put Boostly2M in the promo code. You get two months free. And also as well, Boostly gets a little bit of love from Hostfully because you have done so. The competition, if you want to go to hostfully.com forward slash contest, all the links will be in the show notes. You've got a couple of weeks to submit your guidebook. Please do so even if you think it's not the greatest. Please go and submit it because we're going to have loads to different categories. But What we're going to do is we're going to be giving out prizes. There's lots of cool fun little prizes. It's just a nice little thing. It'll take you a couple of minutes to submit it and just share it with me as well. You know, go on to Twitter at Boostly UK. It's right there at Boostly UK and you can go and send me your link to your guidebook at me or send me a DM on Instagram. Find me on the Facebook or even just email Mark at Boostly. I do love to see him. Anyway, let's get on with the show today. It's all about the online travel agents. Make sure that you rate review and subscribe before you leave if you're watching the video version of this podcast on YouTube go and subscribe please leave a comment and also as well if you are watching on any of the channels Instagram LinkedIn Facebook we've got everything going on the Boostly podcast now please make sure that you say hi leave a message in the comments send me a DM and if you want to find out more about Boostly go to boostl co. And you can go down the rabbit hole there. Without further ado, please sit back, relax, tune in to this episode. If you're on the go, if you're in the car, doing the laundry, changing over, doing the big shop, whatever you're doing, please, please, please enjoy this one. It's a fantastic episode. I had a lot of fun doing it. Guest here are a fantastic PMS provider and I really recommend everybody to go and check it out, specifically their USP that I'm going to delve into in this topic?
1: First of all, thanks for having me here today. So I'm Shelly. I'm the business development manager at Guesty. And I've been with Guesty for three years. So we were a company of 30 when I started. Today, we're over 300. So it's been a crazy three years with Guesty of rapid growth. I first started with sales at Guesty, actually. And then I grew to be a sales, sales team leader. And then ended up in business development, where I manage our marketplace activity, vetting our third-party integration so that we bring really awesome solutions from OTAs, which we're going to speak about later today, all the way down to pricing tools, home automation tools, guest experience management, right? So covering the entire market so that our users can tap into the ecosystem to build their tech stack. So that's my day to day. And yeah, it's fantastic to be here.
0: So Shelly is actually going to be speaking at the same event as me on March the 12th. We're going to be over in London. We're going to be at the London Excel at the Short Day show. So looking forward to to seeing your your talk there, Shelly. What are you going to be talking about on the day? What can you give us a little sneak peek of uh, if anybody's coming on down?
1: Yeah, we're excited for short stay too. So I'm going to be speaking about millennials, technologies and bookings, which also actually again relates to what we're talking about here today and how you can tap into the generation to really enhance your occupancy rates.
0: Nice. So if you want to find out more about short stay, it's happening very, very soon. Go into your Google or your Bing or wherever you search for internet stuff and just type in short stay show London 2020. Nice big blue website will pop up you'll see you'll see all, both of our faces on there and you can go ahead and get, yeah yeah definitely come and say hi you've got a, a stand and uh, guestie do a lot of good yeah. and i'm looking forward to delving in and finding out more about guestie during this so today i'm going to ask a question that i get asked a lot mm-hmm. the, the three little letters is o t Hey, we're just going to go in, we're going to treat this just as nobody's ever heard of what an OTA is. So let's just start from the very beginning. When you hear yeah. the words OTA, can you just unpack it a little bit and explain a little bit more about what that means?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So an OTA stands for an online travel agency. So you likely know them as Airbnb, Booking.com, HomeAway, right? Expedia, TripAdvisor, and the list goes on. There are many OTAs out there that are there to really help you maximize your reach and you know maximize your guests because they're targeting guests from all over the world. So they're platforms that enable you to distribute your properties. And again, in order to achieve maximum occupancy rates.
0: So as a property owner, uh, property owners that that are tuning this, obviously, I think maybe 90% of people watching will be listed on an online travel agent in some way, shape or form. But if you could just break it down, how does an online travel agent work? As in, how do they go about getting customers to then find out about our properties and, and and what are they doing that, that we may not
1: yeah, so these online travel agents are massive marketing platforms, right? And behind them they're they're the kings of SEO, they're the kings of online reach, and they really know how to target the guests that you're looking for. So, as we said, right, they're platforms to help you distribute your properties so you can, you know, achieve the max, maximum occupancy that's possible. At the end of the day, the more reservations you have, right, the more revenue you have obviously and the more guests you're serving which encounter and and encompass your entire business right so everything is around that so the main goal of property management companies around what we see with our users again across the market is being able to have the best online travel agent strategy so that they can maximize their reach
0: now obviously the the booster podcast is all about getting direct bookings and how to yeah your diary book but it's really important as well to realize and to sort of put into practice that how can you make these otas work for you and not the other way around and there's so many things that you can be doing right from the off and and we're going to sort of unpack a couple of these but so how can anybody watching this and now but maybe some people that have just got started in the world of hospitality but maybe people have done it for a while and they're not yet on the OTAs, but how right. easy really is it to get started on, on these sites? Like what what is the like the the, the requirements from OTAs to, to to get on their website?
1: Listing your properties on each individual platform is actually very time consuming. There is a whole in you know acceptance process for some platforms. Some platforms require you to have certain picture level right every platform is different in their requirements. So then once you're looking to get on different OTAs, you need to learn what you, each of those requirements are then you need to go and create the property, right? And then, you know, the list goes on and on if you're doing this individually, which is why platforms like Guesty that do have a channel manager feature help you guys synchronize all of this in one place where you're creating the listings in one place and you're uploading the listings and distributing the listings, to the different platforms with one place to do it from, uploading your, you know, changing your pricing strategy, all of that. So again, you know, listing your properties on an OTA definitely needed, especially to, you know, as Mark said, really drive direct reservations as well, and we'll talk about that later. But of course, again, you know, you don't have to spend so much time doing it with the platform behind you.
0: Well, I like that. I like the little mention of guests yeah. as well, so we, we can talk. Yeah.
1: About-
0: <laughs> so I'm a property owner. We've got I've got one property in in the middle of in the middle of Spain, and I Ooh. go on to say Booking.com. I go and list my property on there. I get a booking, which is great. Now, how do I get paid? Do I do I get paid from the OTA directly? Do I have to wait for the guest to pay me? How how does the sort of the payment part work?
1: So each OTA has a different payment policy, right? So again, when you're looking at each OTA, you need to look at which payment policy works for you. Some are paying directly at check-in, some are paying half, you know, booking confirmation, half at check-in or holding that deposit and only releasing it after, right? There is Different, different ways that these OTAs collect payments, but they are directly between you and the OTA. So they are the ones that are paying you out for some of them. And for others, you are required to process these payments on your own and use a payment processor. So for example, booking.com, you can choose either option. HomeAway, you will need to use a payment processor as well, right? Airbnb processes the payments for you. So depending on each is, is how you're, you know, get, collecting that revenue.
0: And again, just sort of touching on guesty. If it comes to like payment processes and stuff, is, is there any specific one that you work with, i.e. Stripe or FabPay, or do you work with with everybody when it comes to collecting payments?
1: Yeah. So again, in regards to Airbnb, they're the ones processing the payment. But if you're using our payment processor, which is Stripe, then, you know, that is that is who we're working with. And it's because of their, their global coverage that we work with them. And, but obvi- we're looking to add more payment processors to even reach more countries because Guesty's operating in over 80 countries right now. Yeah. Okay.
0: So uh, all sounds good. So you, you basically, you can put your property for free onto these massive online travel agents that spend billions in making sure that people come onto their property instead of everybody else's, their website. So then they will promote your Property on there, and then all you have to do is then you have to pay them commission when a when a booking comes in. Now it all sounds good. Obviously, we're good. we're going to touch on direct bookings later. But what what are the cons? So like we, we we've touched on a couple of the pros, but what are like the negative aspects of having your business? on a third party, on an OTA. So
1: exactly what you said, Mark, right? The OTA can offer many pros, invisibility, maximizing your reach, right? Getting you the type of guests that you want, if you are focused on specific types of guests with your different properties, if you're, you know, luxury, if you are catering to corporate travelers. So that being said, though, there the con, and again, you also said this, is that you do need to pay commission to the OTAs. Unlike direct bookings, where, you know, you are making that, that's direct, revenue to you guys so again many pros but it is with a commission that comes you know with being on their platforms
0: commission obviously varies depending on which platform that you're on everybody has their own like ways like airbnb at the moment you know four percent where you know booking and expedia both start at a minimum of 15 and there's others that, that do more depending on location and what you do i think another negative for me from our family business and working with with otas is that you you obviously got in your mind your niche as in the type of guest that you want to attract like whether that's family friendly and and x y and z when you do list your property on these big businesses, you do then sort of open your doors to, to everybody. And it has the pros and the cons, you know. So you do sort of again when you throw it up on booking.com or Airbnb, you do sort of anybody could can book. And and you know you do sort of take that control away from the sort of the, the quality of the guests that you come to stay with them. But again, you do get the quantity and at, at the end of the day you've got to get heads on beds, you got to get bills get to get paid. But these are the sort of things that you can still achieve with with direct bookings and it's just a case of figuring out more which we are going to talk about. Now, Guesty is, as you said, in 80 countries, you must have hundreds, if not thousands of owners and agencies running through your platform. And obviously doing marketing, you must see a lot of people's properties. Now, what is the one mistake that you see accommodation owners make when they start to put their property on these OTAs?
1: Only one mistake? Yeah. So obviously there are many mistakes that can be made. I would say the most hopefully important mistake that people should avoid making is not investing in reviews. And the reason being that is that's your online profile and that's, you know, the voice of your listing speaking to the guest, right? So invest a little bit more in getting reviews you can easily you know increase your review you know review getting if you give a review so improving that and again you know enhancing your online image to these potential guests so
0: let's unpack this a little bit because i like this reviews is obviously really really key you know it's whether you like it or not reviews can can make or break your online presence on 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 these sites whether it's airbnb or or booking or wherever so when you say go out and and get more reviews how would you if again guest is left now it was always a case where you can ask them as they're leaving you know if you've got right. that face-to-face contact with them oh yeah please go leave a review they go yep 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 as soon as they get in the car then the real world kicks in and then just never leave it what do you mm-hmm. recommend to people to do to then sort of go and get those reviews are you sort of thinking about email templates like reaching out with, like via a text or something like that okay. after the guests stayed? like what would you like to see what what do you notice people not doing you think
1: they should be? Yeah. So there, there's a couple of ways. First of all, somebody who's on their way out of your apartment, your, your home, they're on their way out, right? So follow up with them, follow up a week later, you know, be that reminder for that great vacation that they just had and ask for, you know, a review there with the follow-up template. You can do automated SMSs, emails, you can do it, you know, right away the day after on the channel if needed, right? Things like that. But obviously SMS and email is ideal. So collect that information. You're you have that information already from the reservation. So that's one. Two is again, you know, make it easy for them to leave a review. So give them the link that gets them to the page. Make it actionable trigger when you're sending that email so that, again, they're more likely to do that and then if you don't see them doing a review then leave them a review and then they're more likely as well to go and leave you a review right so those are three ways i think you can really boost your review rates obviously you can also use reputation management software so it can also help with that you know we're we're building and managing reviews in guesties so that's something that you'll be able to do in softwares so in our software specifically as well so yeah
0: and obviously about that last one where you're saying go and leave a review first that's that's heavily geared towards obviously airbnb because that's a big part of their platform is the review where the host can actually leave it and you know i've got booking.com coming on to the boosley podcast in a couple of weeks time and that is one of the suggestions that i'm going to be throwing out to them is the the service where hosts can review guests on, on booking.com because I think that personally that's something that I feel is missing but you're right you know if you if you've got that ability on Airbnb where you can go and review your guests first then you know it's, it's a massive indicator because again if you've been ever been on the other side and you've been a guest staying at an Airbnb and the host leaves the review first Airbnb yeah. send a very enticing email to you to say look at what host name said about you which you know again it makes you leave a review and you know there's loads of other things that you can be doing you can I always used to do this at our family business we used to incentivize Reviews now. I'm not incentivizing good reviews because that's that's the T's and C's. But you know, you can be very clear with your word in an email or a text or you know just whatever you do to get to get the message across. I say, listen, whether it's a good or bad, whether it's one or five, please go and leave a, a review over on the things that we do. Uh, we were using, I mean, our main goal at that time when we we're doing this was to get top three on TripAdvisor. So we would always send people to TripAdvisor. Now I would be sending them to Google. Same same thing. But we're saying good or bad go leave a review every month we pick one name out of a hat random and then you win whatever that X may be and that was a real indicator because you can ask and ask and ask and ask and ask but you've got to have A little incentive, a little carrot on the stick. You've got to make it worth their while because they'll just go. Listen, we liked you, fantastic, but so what? And I think you know, if you're thinking, how do I get more reviews? Try and think of a little incentive. But if you're going to do an incentive, be uber clear, really clear that it's not in exchange for a five-star review. We'll give you the shiny thing because then that's how you can get in in a lot of trouble if you get you get reported. Now we've gone through a lot of the things. We've sort of teased a little bit of what Guesty is, but I'd like to sort of take the next part of this, just dig it in a little bit more because you guys have been. On my radar for a while. Um, there's a lot of uh, Boostly website clients that use Guesty. It's a service that I love as a specific feature that I want to touch upon in, in a minute, but just give everybody uh, tuning in a little bit of a more of an idea of who and what Guesty is and, and how you work and, and who you best serve, if you could just
1: do. So Guesty is a property management platform. So we're an end-to-end solution for property management companies who are really looking to scale their their business, but also automate, you know, pretty much their entire operation, so that they can focus on that growth yeah. in whatever way that means for them. So, you know, Guesty is really catered for property management companies with above five listing. You know, again, it's a powerful tool, it's a powerful software, um, it's your business tool. So for those professional property management companies, and again, who are looking to have that growth, but also have powerful features behind them. I was yeah. going to
0: say, so it's a PMS, it's a channel manager, you've got the automation, right if there would be say a a guest house owner watching right now do you do you typically work with guest houses they've got say five to to ten ten bedrooms or are you geared more at the the rental owners here
1: so we do definitely cater to to guest houses. Um, I would say the best fit for Guesty would be property management companies who are managing whole units, individual units, or you know, entire buildings. Again, we have really great features for that. But of course, with our multi-unit feature, we also support rooms in that. However, you do need to have a minimum of five properties to be with Guesty, but of course, you know, we are speaking to everybody when it comes to doing demos. So. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's really if, if it's a right fit for you, you know, we'll you know, and if it's a right fit for us.
0: So just a case, just go onto the guestie website and we'll, we'll provide all the links at the end. You can go and request a demo and, and have a chat and see if it's a, a good fit. For example, I, I speak to a lot of people and I do coaching calls and things and they're saying, I'm looking for a, a new PMS. They they're using X and they're looking for a new one. Again, they're looking to scale, like you're talking about. Okay. They they do rent to rent or they do buy to rent, and you know, there's, okay. there's loads of things and, and they're always saying who who, who do I I chat to and there's a ton of pms providers there there are so many of them you can just go to booster.co.uk forward slash pms and there's a review on every single one based of real life experiences from hospitality community members but what i love about guesting this is a question that when somebody asks me who should i use as a pms i always take them down a set round of questions so it's how many mm-hmm. properties do you have da, 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 and it, it comes to one and it and it, the, the, the main question is do you do all of the customer service yourself, as in answering questions from guests, et cetera, or do you have a team that does? If they always say to me, I'm doing it myself, then I always say, have a look at Guesty because there's one thing that you do, which is the the guest communications package. Right. Could you please, because this is unique, as far as I'm aware, I don't know of anybody else that offers it, but could you just please right. del- delve into what that is and how that works and how it could benefit a property manager or, or anybody that's watching?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So our 24-7 guest communication service was actually how Guesty started. And with this service, we developed our software. So what this service is, is it's a 24-7 guest communication service where we have a team of well-trained guest service experts who are there to answer your guests from the moment that you receive that first inquiry to the moment that the guest is checking out. So we're, you know, we're your communication team 24-7 to your guests and bring this up, this part of your business up, again, really gives you guys time to focus on listening acquisition marketing strategies right things that you know that mark talks about here and it's covered by a team of experts with guesties so um it is an upsell when you're using Guesty software it can't be instead of the software it, it goes hand in hand but again you know having that 24 7 coverage is is definitely so key to your to your occupancy rate because you have quicker conversions for reservations so, so it's great service for growth
0: with with that how do so say that i'm a host i've got 10 properties. And I, you know, I'm just thinking back to my last season my peak season that week in august where you're literally running around like blue ass fly and you've got all the questions Correct. coming in so i know all the questions that, that people ask on a day to day basis. guests ask pre post whatever state how do i help guesty train your your staff so that they can then relay those questions that i get all the time to potential guests is it a case of a, like a form that we fill in or do we have to help train them yeah,
1: we oh. absolutely guide you through that training so we have an onboarding specifically for this service we go through your frequent ask questions, right? What do we want? to? What do you want to do in case of an emergency? Who do we call if it's 10am, if it's 4am, right? What does that look like? You know, if somebody's asking for a discount, what's your go to, right? So we're really your voice. And again, we're taking our property managers through that onboarding, which in some ways, again, for let's say you are that property manager with 10 properties, this is a fantastic way to understand what's your best, you know, guest communication strategy and what you really need to have honed in on and, and completely you know, outlined because this is what you're going to experience in your day to day. And we really, you know, can help with that, whether it is by answering you, you know, or if you're getting started and you want to learn more for a year, you know, things like that. So it's definitely either a tool for growth, a tool for learning, but we're, we're guiding our, our, our users through that.
0: And it's, it's something that I talk about all the time is outsourcing and you, you can't do everything. You can't spin all the plates because if you do it, then you burn out and the business will, will suffer. And if you're happy, Happy being the person that is always in reactive mode you know always asking answering the questions because you like to be the face of whatever that's absolutely fine but if you want to be that proactive business owner hospitality owner accommodation owner, whatever one you want to class yourself with and you want to take the business forward and go from 10 to 20 to 30 properly yep. and if you haven't built your own team of virtual assistants so to speak and you haven't got a clue how to do that then this is the the perfect solution because as well as doing that's this you've got, you've got email automation you've got all the software that everybody else has but I'm always looking at unique selling points USBs and this for me is like 100% what what Guesty do really really well so thank you very much for touching on that as I like to end every podcast we've got some quick fire questions now I have pre-sent these to Shelly so we will have an answer for them so we're going to delve into each one (laughs) that that, you know I I do like these questions because it it delves into not only who Guesty is but, but who you are as well so this is great so people can start to find out a little bit more about yourself so we've got a couple of questions that we're going to go through and we'll just do quick fire and again if any answer that comes up in here that you want to find out more about i'll make sure that we get them in the show notes and you can go find out the show notes at boostly.co.uk forward slash podcast Uh, scroll down to season 7 episode 18 click on shelly's name and you can find them all there so first and foremost what is your favorite business
1: Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman.
0: So, this one we can combine. Do you have a favorite podcast? and or favorite YouTube channel that you personally listen to or, or watch on a daily or weekly basis?
1: Yeah, so favorite YouTube channel, which is Vox. I love Vox. All
0: right, what is Vox? Yeah. As in like Fox News or Fox? No, uh, Vox.
1: Vox, V-O-X.
0: Oh, okay, tell me, what, yeah. what 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 is Vox?
1: So they do these amazing uh, videos on so many different things, politics, climate crisis. Um, so, you know, they did the whole thing about why are there brush fires in Australia right now? It just again they they have so many different topics that they cover and they have a netflix show called explain so if you're an explained fan that's vox so they also have a youtube channel
0: i am now subscribed to vox on youtube thank you for that all right so uh podcast then do you have a podcast you like to, to to tune into
1: uh how i built this with guy rack
0: definitely that is a Personal favorite of mine as well. I love that one to find out how business owners have put together their their business. There's some amazing episodes in. All right, so moving on to the next one. What is your favorite purchase under? Hundred dollars in the past year. I put pounds, but we'll do dollars. So, what's your favorite purchase under hundred pound, hundred dollars in in the past year?
1: Yeah. So this is gonna sound, I think, pretty lame, but my laptop stand. I finally learned how to sit at a desk without having, you know, your back hunched over over your laptop for four hours. So. pretty proud of myself for doing that so that was the best purchase this year
0: you know what the next development is is a stand-up i may look like i've got a fancy stand-up desk here but this isn't an ikea lack table five dollars
1: i thought it was a standing table i was like this setup is is too sick for me right now
0: (laughs) you know what it is it is a i'll send you a picture afterwards it's an ikea lack table on top of a on top of a desk with a, a laptop stand so it's a total cost $15 (laughs) $15 <laughs> so oh, nice big shout out to Ikea for that what is your biggest pain point in like guesting or your day-to-day right now so it can be guesting yeah. or like your own personal like with the business development and whatnot what is like your personal like biggest pain point right now in, in and what, in what you're doing
1: yeah so my biggest pain point is growth and managing all of our marketplace activities and um, an ecosystem that grew to over 70 partners in under a year and we're continuing to grow every month so, you know, we've got to keep up with that growth. And my day-to-day looks, you know, crazy. completely entail in in with supporting that growth. But again, you know, it's amazing and fun too. So I wouldn't say it's a pain, but it is definitely what I'm dealing with today in my business.
0: 2019 was a crazy year for Gessie, because that's when you just came onto the scene all of a sudden, it just flew out. And like, that's how I discovered you was from word of mouth, which is always good. And then yes. just seeing all of the things happening with like the blogs and stuff. So yeah, it was a, obviously is a big, a big year for you guys. So it's awesome to Definitely. see you from looking from the outside. Okay. Thank so you. as you know, the Boostly podcast is all about direct booking. So what is your one tip that you could pass on to a hospitality owner, accommodation owner, property manager on how they could increase their direct?
1: Invest and build your brand. You know, building your brand is probably the most important way to communicate with guests. And at the end of the day, the, the direct bookings is directly connected to how well you communicate with them and how well they associate themselves with you, right? Especially if you're doing it on your own with your own website. So, build your brand, right? You know, we have a lot of resources on guest diversity for for that, for building your brand. Did, you know, an article with Full House on how to make your properties more Instagrammable, right? And also another one on how to, again, manage your online presence. Definitely, definitely build your brand.
0: I like that. And we will get links, uh, again, in the show notes at the guest diversity something that I've checked out, which I'm a big, big fan of. Finally then, what would you say is Guesty's superpower?
1: Strength. I would say we have super strength. You know, we have we have a team of 100 R&D in our company. We also are 300 employees strong and we're all, you know, geared towards making our users have the best experience with Guesty, whether it's, you know, with development to customer support, customer service. So, I would say strength.
0: I like it. Thank you. And thank you so much for doing this. Now, if anybody wants to go and find out more about about Guesty, can you please give us the link for people to go to? Is there a specific link where someone could book in a demo? Like how, how do people go and find out?
1: So super easy. You go to Guesty.com. You'll see many buttons on our website saying book a demo. They're in red as well. And we're going to link that down here as well. So, you know, go and register for a demo. We'll really get back to you shortly and we'll show you around our platform.
0: Lovely. And obviously, Guesty, you're going to be at the short Stay show. March 12th, London Excel, big stand. You can't miss it. It's nice, bright and blue. There's loads of happy people there. Go and say hi. Shelley's talk is obviously going to be on the marketplace stage. So go and say hi and and tune into that. But in the meantime, yeah, go check them out on the socials. Go check them out on what they're doing. Go check out the guest diversity. And yeah, thank you so much for doing this day. And thank you everybody for tuning in to the Booster Podcast. We're in, like I say, episode 18 of season seven. If this is the first time you've tuned in to uh, the show, please go on to boostly.co.uk forward slash podcast you can subscribe on iTunes Stitcher you can follow us on Spotify you can even now find us on a Google search just type in Boostly Podcast you can listen to us on a Google search what I think is pretty cool before you leave go rate, review and subscribe we've just passed 10,000 downloads and this helps when you rate and review and you share it with other hospitality owners so go pop them in Facebook groups LinkedIn groups go share it on your Instagram stories your Facebook stories or whatever you like to do to spread the word because it it means it means a lot next week we're going to be talking to another expert in the field and as well you have got just a couple of weeks left to submit your guidebook into the hostfully competition hostfully the sponsors of the Boostly podcast you can go and submit your guidebook and what they are doing is they are going to find and pick out their best one and they're going to put it into loads of different categories and the winner of the categories are going to win lots of random goodies that hostfully have got lined up whether it is, hoodies, premium listings, you can win a Boostly marketing review. So you've still got a couple of weeks, go to hostfully.com forward slash contest and in there you can submit your guidebook and you can go and get your free guidebook now by just going to hostfully.com and you can go and start getting creative. Just like Paula Butler did of the Boostly Academy, she's got a fantastic guidebook and, and her guests actually messaged her to say that they were really impressed with her guidebook. So that's the user experience that we're talking about. All right, we're gonna leave it there. We'll be back again very soon for another episode of the Boosting Podcast, but thank you so much for tuning in.